Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Wanna grab? Good morning. We'll uh, touch on this later, but we've got, like, massive Tiger King news. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. You said this to me last night. I'm like, why isn't this a bigger deal? Like, and that's what everyone's saying. Like, why is somehow this, this slipped through? No one okay. talked about this. All right. Yeah, we have to get to that. Um, have you ever heard Steve Earle's son? Yes, I have listened. He's the one that passed away a few couple years ago, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I have listened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, he sounds just like his old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. It's Justin Towns Earl. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard him on the weekend, and uh, just, I don't know why. When he, when he passed away, I went down a little rabbit hole of listening to him for to a while. His stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's uh, Steve Earle's birthday today, who is still kicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, born January 17, 1955. They call him a country rocker. He is turning 68 today. This is his guitar town. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're calling a friend of mine. His name is Chris. Last name Rook. Everyone, Good morning, Lachlan. Everyone calls him Rookie. Rookie is a degenerate gambler (laughs) and gave us a breakdown yesterday on this podcast that I do in the afternoons on the Dean Bundell podcast of a couple of tickets that he purchased for the Super Wild Card weekend betting on the NFL. And it was down to last night's game, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. That's it. Now, if the Bucs beat the Cowboys last night, you would have won how much money? That would have been $788, Lachlan. On a $40 investment? Yep. What happened? Uh, Tom Brady looked like me out there throwing the football. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you know, you understand trends of games, uh, obviously, when you watch uh, sports as much as I do, and I knew right away that it was not going to be going my way yesterday when he was missing open receivers and literally throwing the ball into the dirt, and I knew it was over when he went to throw the ball away uh, and just didn't get enough of that mustard on it. It must be that 45-year-old arm, and it got picked off in the end zone. <laughs> so That's what I knew it was all over for uh, you guys. <laughs> I also have some other advice for you, and this is just something that you should consider moving forward as a betting strategy. I mentioned that I was cheering against the Cowboys last night (laughs) and that I would like to see Brady win and that I thought Brady would win. And as soon as that came out of my mouth, I thought about saying to you, you should change your bet, do whatever you can to get out of this thing, walk (laughs) away. But I didn't because I didn't want to be that guy. But here's what you need to know. Anything that I say about sports, the opposite is going to happen. So moving okay. forward, if you ever hear me going one side or the other like and going, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> America's team's going down. Brady's going to win this one. 
Get, walk Bend away. Opposite. Get out immediately. <laughs> All right. Run. I actually, I don't mind that strategy. I might reach out to you then to see what you think about games then. And, one and thing, then just go the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> one thing with gambling is it could always be worse, too, because did you see the guy on the weekend that bet on the Chargers at halftime? $1.4 yep. million? Dollars? <laughs> yep. If, the, if they would have held on for the win, he would have won $11,000. Instead, they collapsed. Jacksonville came back, and he lost $1.4 million. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> that makes me and my uh, measly $40 bet feel so much better this morning. <laughs> but the worst thing is, too, like I said yesterday on the pod to lock, is that my wife is my bookie, so things don't get out of hand. <laughs> And uh, I was downstairs watching the game, and then she just came down. She slinked downstairs and looked and said, hey, so how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just sitting in my chair, obviously, like, just looking at my phone. And uh, I was like, it's not going great. It's not going great, honey. She's like, well, you know what? Maybe it's time for you to come up and do a feeding because this doesn't look very, uh, very good right now. And I said, yeah. That's good. So I shot it off at the third quarter and did the walk of shame up the stairs. On the podcast yesterday, they were trying to explain to me parlays and over-unders and gambling. It's, yeah. Sports gambling is crazy how big it is now. It's massive. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. I'm thinking of getting into it. (laughs) Dude, you'd be stressed. (laughs) a terrible idea. You put five bucks on and you wouldn't sleep for a week. He had a chance yesterday to win almost 800 bucks, mm-hmm. right? Which for some people, they're like, whatever. I would not have slept last night. <laughs> would not have slept. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I think Bob Dylan said it best. And the times, they are changing. This is a story that is unique, but I think it's something that might not be too far outside of the realm of possibility (laughs) of happening in your life. (laughs) So a woman is considering ending her engagement after her cousin ruined Christmas by gifting her uh, her fiancé a subscription to her OnlyFans. So it's a large family, uh, lots of cousins. They're all adults now. Everyone's sitting around the tree. They all exchange gifts, which can be costly, obviously, if you're giving all your cousins presents and everything. Mm -hmm. One of her cousins, Anna, found an easy gift solution for all the men who were married to or dating a family member. Only fan subscriptions to her account. Um, so yeah, um, Rachel, Rachel pulled aside in disbelief, disbelief at the only fans gifts that turned out to be inside the envelopes that were handed out to all the men. (laughs) And then when she called him on it, yeah, he lied about it. He lied and said, I don't know what you're talking about. He said the cousin hadn't given him anything. (laughs) When she said, I saw you receive the gift and put it in your pocket, he said he suddenly remembered he got the gift but hadn't opened it. That, too, was a lie. When she took out the envelope, it had already been torn open. Um, After catching her fiancé in a lie, the bride-to-be then went to confront Anna about her inappropriate gift. That's where everything got even more awkward. Uh, There was arguments with family members who called out her gifting sexual content to their boyfriends and their husbands. Anna insisted it wasn't a come-on. She's just trying to get her business off the ground. Her gift is not sexual. It's just marketing. 
Okay, here's the thing. I think the starting point is somebody in your family has got an OnlyFans account. And they're doing sexual content for money. Yeah. So I think that might have been the starting point of this conversation. <laughs> I understand how it created some turmoil at a family gathering, but... Yeah, if you want to do that, whatever. You do you, but... Yeah. Giving your cousin's husband a subscription <laughs> to your <laughs> accounts, like, that's a bad idea. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, okay, I live a really boring life. Nothing like this is ever going to happen to me. But then I was remembering something that happened to me. Okay. So, okay. In the afternoons, I do this podcast, right? Okay. And they brought this guy on when I was on vacation. Yeah. Um, his name is Sheep King. And I don't even know what his first name is. Okay. He's an interesting guy. And um, he, he was filling in for me when I was away in the fall. So I was gone for a couple of weeks in the fall. And I wasn't able to do the podcast. And so he was kind of Dean's go-to guy for a couple of weeks, okay. right? Very funny, very entertaining, very engaging. So when I come back, Dean kept him around for a bit. And so I was getting to know him. And we're like a week and a half, two weeks in. And it comes out that he's got an OnlyFans, so As a man, he's... On Friday nights, he is, like, gearing down. I don't know what he's doing. Like, Yeah, I'm sure some, some things. Dancing to Cindy Lauper. I, like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and he offers me a subscription. For free. For free. Just to see what he's doing. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to tune in or what. You weren't Actually, a little I'm, bit curious, though? I'm pretty sure I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. Right? This is something that's happening in the world that we live in. Gifting subscriptions to your OnlyFans. You might not have to go too far within your circle of friends to find somebody who is doing something like this. Yeah. Well, you get them hooked with the first month, right? You guys have been trying to get me to, to do an OnlyFans. Oh, because you wouldn't even have to get naked. Yours would be you cooking and doing the laundry. You also wanted me to start porn, too. It cleaning. Might, yeah, well, it yeah. might inspire you to clean. Well, the the porn thing, was that was a different conversation. That was an opportunity for you, you to become down. a real yeah. star. And then, and then you were going to do a viewing party at a movie theater. Yeah, to help your business. Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You need a name for your OnlyFans. We were just talking about that. Wouldn't my stripper name be enough? Hugh Hafner? I don't know. You need something that Hugh is... Hugh Hafner works. A better call to action, though. Right? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta have a name that sort of gives an idea of what he's doing. So, like Sheep King, I think we know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> right? What? What about? He I never tuned in, so I don't know. <laughs> and I pulled the Cindy Lauper thing out of my ass. I'm not even sure if he's doing that on Friday night. What about Hugh Hafter, midget stripper extraordinaire? It's a bit long. See, it's. Yeah, it's a little wordy. Does that even fit on a business card? 780-989-0957. You need business cards. Fifteen percent off my a monthly yeah. subscription of OnlyFans. Here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you have any ideas for Jimmy's OnlyFans site name? 
Text us. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Did we get any texts on uh, nickname for Jimmy's OnlyFans page? We got uh, Tripod on there. Um, Scott said half the job, half the time. Uh, Oren said half time, prime time. Came in. So those are the three options. Those aren't too bad. We do we have a list of what about nicknames? something with a bus? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> something with a bus, and all your content could you be you on the bus doing things like you There's like bus to do. stop. You're doing Jimmy. it anyway, so you might as well film it. Bus stop, Jimmy. Is there anything from your list of nicknames that could work? Uh, head injury, Jimmy. Uh, soft hands, Jimmy. Yeah, soft hands could work. That that's like I said. There needs to be a call to action. Towel boy. <laughs> uh, taint painter. Yeah, uh, that works. Pink eye. Pink, pink eye. eye. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones that I'm allowed to say. We'll oh, leave it at you that. could play off of that. You know, there's that, uh, what is it called, like Bang Bros or something like that? Bang Bus. <laughs> Ryan McQueen said the short Bang Bus. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're still in the middle of trying to secure a name for Jimmy's OnlyFans page. And uh, we've had a bunch of stuff come in here. Um, so some of it we can't talk about on the radio. Tiny Dancer came in. That one always comes in when we talk stripper names for Jimmy. Yeah. Or songs he needs to strip to. And Brian texting that one in. Any, uh, any other suggestions? Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite is from Rusty Needles. Um, Short Bus. I think that's just a great nickname. Isn't that already on your list of nicknames? Uh, nope. I, All right. I gotta add that, that. That's honestly just one of those nicknames that sticks. Like, hey, Short Bus, you going to the game this weekend? <laughs> Hey, short bus. It works because of your penchant for, you know, that activity on buses as well, right? You love buses. You love touching yourself on buses. You're short. It just works. Shaped a little like a bus. Legs for days came in as well. <laughs> you realize I'm a midget? Short stroking came in. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Don't hate this. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, well, well. How about this, Calgary? Edmonton has been named one of the seven best places in Canada to live. Not only was it the only place in Alberta to make the list, take that, Tabor, but it was the only place in Western Canada to make the list. And the reason for Edmonton being named the third best place in Canada to live is because of our intricate bike lane system, accessibility into the River Valley with the funicular... Stop it. Our urban camping options where you can just set up a tent anywhere in the city and camp. That's homelessness. The sightseeing on Stony Pond Road. The walking speed above ground train. All those reasons. Well, actually, it says here the, the main reason Edmonton was named one of the best places in Canada to live is that it's relatively affordable to raise a family and we have a kick-ass mall. <laughs> I'm not making that up. The mall was actually mentioned as one of the reasons. And I'll be honest, half the reason I moved to Edmonton was for the water park and the multiple food courts at West Edmonton Mall. Edmonton, the third best place in Canada to live. Once again, Calgary and Tabor, 
did not make the list, and that's all that matters. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Buy one, get one today, and also receive 10% off at the concession stand. Book at Edmonton or Tabor GloryHoleTours.com. Christy is a regular locker room listener. We're calling her because she did something interesting on the weekend. Christy, what did you do on the weekend? Oh, I tried nude swimming. Nude swimming, and this isn't like a private event. Like this isn't you hiking and then stripping down when you get to the top of the mountain. This was like West Edmonton Mall water park nude swim, right? <laughs> well, it wasn't uh, wasn't the water park, but yeah, it was a pool, and there was 120 of us. 120 people. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine is a nudist, and he's been bugging me to check out one of their events for a really long time, and I kind of just went, why not? <laughs> huh. See, is it appropriate for a guy to be like, hey, you should come with me to my nudist event? <laughs> <laughs> well, him and I, we have been we were childhood friends, so I mean, I've known him for like 30 years, okay. so it's not like uh, a guy I just met is like, hey, want to go for a nude swim? <laughs> Okay, long-time friends. Long-time friends. 120 of you there. I still have a picture in my mind of what he looks like. <laughs> uh, would you do it again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was I was kind of shocked at how comfortable I was. Really? Okay. I yeah, was thinking I, that this might make a good uh, celebrity death pool wager <laughs> for the locker room. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something, honestly, it's something you've got to try. I, I was about 15 minutes into, like, being in the pool, and I totally forgot I was naked. Like, I've been to Wreck Beach before. Yeah. I didn't get naked on Wreck Beach. You but, didn't have balls no, out? No, it was just a group of guys, and we were playing Frisbee, and yeah. <laughs> didn't seem appropriate. But you do get comfortable to it. There is a point where you're just like, oh, people are naked, whatever. At yeah. first, you're like, whoa! <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, I think the thing that shocked me the most that I wasn't prepared for was co-ed change rooms. I don't know uh, why I thought it would why be is there separate. Change rooms? It makes sense. <laughs> well, You're just gonna make pretty it much. Gear down. <laughs> All right, let's go around the horn here. Could you do this? I could. No problem. Uh, yeah, it depends who's there. I'd want to do a little maintenance like, beforehand, like I'd want to, like you know, knock her down. Like I don't want to go with you guys, <laughs> right? I was actually but, worried about oh, being one of my customers. Yeah, someone from work. Like, <laughs> okay, Grant, you could? Uh, depending on the situation, where it is, who's there. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could, yeah. Yeah, you don't get fully naked for your stripping, though. Even. But that's different. We've How tried to get you to streak. How many times? We've been trying to get you to streak an Elks but, game uh, But it's just years. I'd be more comfortable if you guys were doing it, too. Yeah, but I'd get arrested in an Elks game. Uh, you want to do it and with us. And be banned part of the Elks humor. games. Part of the humor. <sighs> and locks a yes. Okay, well, we'll put this so down we'll as a possible the, locker room wager for a celebrity death. Yeah, we'll, we'll see at the Terwilliger Rec Center. How, yeah. uh, how often do they do these nude swims? Uh, in the winter, it's usually once a month. I spend half my life naked anyway. Like, I'm constantly... <laughs> yeah. Wife is always telling me to put pants on. How come you won't streak, then? It's not funny if he streaks. I was going to streak. I was going to do that bridge, remember? But you guys wouldn't let me wear a toque. <laughs> <laughs> Christy? What was the toque going on? <laughs> <laughs> they were okay with me wearing shoes, but not headgear. <laughs> uh, Christy, thank you for this. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Crazy world we live in, eh? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Signing up for nudes out there. You got to do it, though. Nude bike rides. Yeah. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White.
So the new trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 came out yesterday. It's still, the series is still premiering on March the 1st. But there was a lot of really cool stuff in the uh, the trailer because it, it deals a lot with the uh, the liberation of Mandalore. Mandalore! Because if you see at the very beginning... Freedom! If you see at the very beginning of the... Uh, the trailer, you notice how when uh, Mando comes out of the, uh, he was in like a cave to a bunch of other Mandos, they all saluted him because he, because he has the dark saber, he's now the leader of the Mandalorians. So, okay. So, I forgot about that. I completely forgot what happened in season two of a Mandalorian. And I have to do a little refresher before season three. Well, what ended up happening was that Boba Fetish thing dropped yeah, so quickly at the tail end at, at Nando's. And then the two were sort of mixed. Well, because the Mandalorian was in the book of Boba Fetish. And yeah, because he, yeah. he got the... He kind of saved that show. He got the, the dark sword or whatever in Boba Fett, right? No, he got the dark saber uh, in at the end of uh, the season two. Just before Luke. But he didn't know how to work it, right? Not very well. He was training in the book of Boba Fett. And in the B- Boba Fettish ah, era. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Because about and four or five episodes into Boba Fettish, we had Mando appear, right? To and he save was, it. Yeah, he was, on, he was in that weird, like, structure where he was, like, yeah. Right. I remember that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rewatch you right now. I'm all mixed up with Mando yeah. and where it left off, and it's kind of confusing. The only thing so. I do remember is uh, Baby Yoda, wood chipper. Yeah, they no. chopped him up. No, he actually in this trailer, you, you see, even though he quit working with Luke, he still he's got his uh, force powers down pretty good. Like he, at the end, you see him kind of use the force push. Oh, the frog and, guy, and yeah, and yeah, throw the frog guy. Yeah. All right. Anything else that you picked up from the trailer? You only watch it. I was trying to get him to watch football last night to watch, so the, trailer. watch the trailer. Yeah, but he wouldn't do it. Oh, Go there's the a bar. bunch of other stuff, but it's kind of a little bit too nerdy for you guys. All right, thank you for that. This is massive news. I don't think we really need to do much explanation, right? Because everybody on the planet watched Tiger King, and even if you didn't watch it, you know what it is. I'm well, sure. That's I, true. I never watched it, but I know. You're the only one that I know did not watch it. And I and we don't need to get into why you didn't watch it. But the the other people, the, if you find anybody else that says, I didn't watch it, they're lying to you because they're embarrassed about the fact that they watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was right at the beginning of COVID. It was perfect timing. Everybody was talking about it. It's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing show to admit that you watched but I, it, I get that. Yeah, it was. But it was fascinating. These people was. were nuts. So, Tiger King's arch enemy was Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin took his zoo. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and she was married to a guy back in the day, back in the early '90s. Okay, and he was kind of the guy that got her into the zoo stuff. He disappeared, was declared dead in 2002. And sort of the underlying theme of the Tiger King was that everyone, as soon as she presented herself, was like, she killed her husband. Because she was saying, oh, he 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 went to Costa Rica. He, he abandoned us. He left all his money. He was a multimillionaire. Left yeah. me all his money. He went to live in Costa Rica. And everyone was like, well, that smells 
funny. And you watched it like a three days before I did. Yeah. And you watched that episode that morning you came in. You walked in and you you knew I didn't know what you were talking yeah. about. And you went, Carol Baskin killed her husband. She killed was, her husband. It was all you could talk about. Fed him to the tigers. Anybody who watched that show was like, she killed her husband. Yeah. Like, look at her. She just looks guilty. But, according to her, they it, have found him alive and well. In Costa Rica. She claims... Why is this bigger news? <laughs> well, everyone's like, why is this not bigger news? <laughs> Apparently, he's been living in Costa Rica for years. <laughs> Don Lewis. She uh, said that um, she talked to the FBI and Homeland Security, and okay. they told her that we have made contact with him and he's alive and well and he's, he's doing okay all right and she said maybe her kids need to talk to homeland security his he's, kids because uh, yeah. his kids maintain still, that she killed them and they're still suing her yeah because she took all his money and everything like that yeah well maybe you'll come home from easter <laughs> <laughs> it's about time come home don come home carol misses you i wonder can let's say just say he is alive mm-hmm He's going to be the biggest star. Oh, yeah. Like in, if like, he was alive and he did a documentary. Let's say he's coming home right now. Yeah. How huge would that be? be amazing. He should come back and exploit it. Come home, Don. He could do bar gigs. <laughs> that would probably be bigger than the royal wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? That's how you restart this, this series. That's how the Tiger That's King starts happens. again. You, yeah. you follow Don in Costa Rica. What's he been doing for the last <laughs> 20 years? This thing yesterday. And I was like, what? It takes an average of four seconds of silence in a conversation to make things awkward. And I'm like, four seconds? That's nothing. I guess if you do like one, one thousand, two, two thousand, three, three thousand, four. Yeah, that could be a little awkward, maybe. Come on, everybody. Like, <laughs> suck it up. It right? depends who it's with. If it's like a good friend you're talking to and there's a lot of silence, it's fine. Yeah? Yeah, because you're just comfortable. You're just hanging out. You can, you know, I can watch, I have friends I get to watch a football game with, and we won't say a single word all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're meeting... It's comfortable, though, but if it's, yeah. If you're meeting someone for the first time and then... There's yeah, I silence. I got a test that might not be a great way of testing this theory, but I thought we would test between the three of us to see who can who can out silence each other. Okay, who can make it awkward? Um, and it will be because we're not going to be talking. Mm -hmm. I checked with the engineers. It's just over one minute before we have to be concerned that we'll set the silent yeah, sensors there's off. there's no talking, no music on the radio, then there's yeah. like an alarm that goes off. Okay, so we're going to see who breaks first and starts talking. Okay. All right. I will start. I'll, I'll make a noise at the one-minute mark so we don't set off the alarms. This is going to be our best radio yet. <laughs> Good timing. No talking, no music. we got the new big boss in town. Here we are <laughs> having a competition. All right, today we're See not going to talk. More awkward. Okay, ready? Three, two, one.
All right. I thought for sure Jimmy was going to break. What is his breathing count? <laughs> it was loud into the mic. <laughs> Jimmy used sounds like he's he's got he's been injured. He's been in a car accident. He's usually breathing so hard. Dean wants you to show us some hip flexor exercises again. That was also great radio. That wasn't hip flexor. It was for back knees. By the way, that video has lots of views. I'm here to it's more help. of a visual thing. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay. The first summer of was 2019. We did Kid Rock. So it was a couple of years ago. Then 2020, mm-hmm. we did Huey Lewis in the News. And then we did the summer of CCR 2021. Um, and then Hall and Oates last year. Um, did we get any suggestions? The Beatles came in. Okay. Um, I don't know. The Beatles doesn't feel right, does it? I don't. Like, I like the yeah. Beatles, but it doesn't feel right for a summer of the Beatles. Like, it needs to be kitschy. feel like a winter band to me. <laughs> Honeymoon of- Suite came in. Oh, Summer of Honeymoon Suite. <laughs> I think I'd rather remove a testicle. <laughs> like, on my own. Like, on a Saturday <laughs> with a butter knife. What about Doug and the Slugs? Oh. oh. Do they have enough hits? I don't know. Doug and the Slugs is perfect. Um, making it work. Making it work. Tomcat they, Prowl. Got, like, Tomcat. That's David Wilcox. Too bad. We could do a combo, David Wilcox and Doug and the Slugs. <laughs> <laughs> because we can't get through the whole summer with just Doug and the Slugs. They've only got like three or four tunes anybody would even know. What about uh, Bruce Springsteen? That came in. The boss. Uh, is Bruce kitschy enough? Toto. Uh, Toto, see, now the sea. Toto's not bad either. Rosanna. Hold the line. Does Toto have a... They don't have enough. They've got enough songs. 12, right? They haven't got enough hits. Yeah. Right? How many times can we play Africa? (laughs) Prince? Prince could Uh, work. Prince. Beach Boys. I don't mind the Beach Boys either. Well, we'll... I don't know why. It'll speak. Something will speak to Beach us. Beach Boys isn't bad, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind. Sticks. You're in the locker room. For all, you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. You know what? I knew we'd get a suggestion that was perfect. Because the summer of has to be one of those acts where you, you know all the words and you want to turn the song up, but you're just a little bit embarrassed. Somebody might hear you listening to them. You get on the white mud or the hending, yeah. you're ripping, you got the window down. It's a guilty pleasure, but you know, Huey Lewis News was perfect. Who sent this in? Um, this was Eric. Jed, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi Eric. Eric. Jedi Eric. Okay. Uh, Rod Stewart. Uh, yeah. Uh, Summer of Rod Stewart. It's it's done. Yeah. I love Hand that we're doing this in January. <laughs> well, we got to make sure that we're still thinking. <laughs> Have I told you lately? Um, do you think I'm sexy? I've stripped to it. You're in my heart. The first cut is the deepest. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many there's we so can many play. Good guilty pleasure. Maggie May. I mean. All for Love. Do you remember that song? He did it with I heard it. Brian oh, Adams. Brian Adams. Sting. Oh, yeah. that's right. Sailing. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Young Turks. This is perfect. Downtown Train. Yeah, he's got that summertime feel. Maggie May. I almost want to play Rod Stewart. Are you guys okay with her? Mm-hmm. 
whatever your name is. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, I swear to God, we have not talked about this before right now. No. Outside of the fact that this morning you told me that you blew another stick out last night and you have to go shopping for a stick. Yeah, a hockey stick. It's two this season. Okay. Now, I bet you I can guess, although you are a goalie, so that kind of throws a bit of a wrench into it. I can't guess your goalie stick, but I bet you I can guess what kind of sticks you had outside of goalie sticks. Okay. Winwell. No. Ugh, I thought you were a Winwell kid. I don't even know what Winwell is. No? <laughs> okay, you got to do me I now. believe I had an Easton. You were an Easton uh, kid? You were a Sherwood. No. Wooden stick. Yeah, wooden stick, but no. Not a Sherwood? Coho. Coho. Oh, I was a Coho yeah. kid. The co- oh, Winwell. I do remember the Winwells. You don't. You didn't pick up a Winwell at any point. No, I don't know what I had like for playing outdoor hockey and stuff or shinny and stuff when I was a kid. But goalie sticks, I just had whatever we had. I think it was usually Coho or yeah. Sherwood was a big hockey, like a goalie stick stick. Yeah, too. I think they did too. Yeah. But yeah, in the, the good old days when you go to Canadian Tire and you get a stick for 20 bucks. That stick I had last... I know. I was looking at sticks the other day and they're like, minimum $200. I was like, what? I got a deal on an Easton. Like, I haven't played for years, but just like just before I quit playing hockey, I bought an Easton. Yeah. And I think it was 185 bucks. And I remember thinking, if there is... If I need a reason to quit hockey... That's it. That's it. The hockey sticks. The stick I broke last night lasted me... 13 years, so. Oh, okay. That one lasted a long time. I think that was in, in Easton. The one, I, the other one I broke didn't last me like three years, maybe two years. So I don't break many sticks, but for some reason the last few games, I've broken a couple. Your intensity's going up. I guess so, yeah. Moved up Moved a division. Up a division. <laughs> Seven, eight now. <laughs> Got to play with a little heat. Yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. It's funny. We always get the most interaction with the stupidest conversations. Yeah. We're talking about what hockey sticks we used. Yeah. And uh, we got a text from Dean who was saying, I had the first aluminum stick ever made, the Canadian 9001, and it was amazing. I remember those. Oh, yeah. Weren't they heavier than the wood, though? That was part of the problem with it. Well, they were durable, though. Yeah. Gretzky used one. Yeah. He was the one who, I remember when Gretzky, I had a poster of Gretzky with that. the aluminum stick. And then did he I remember, play with it, though? I think he actually did play with it, and there was some NHLers that played with it. It's right up there with the uh, the full pants pants. The full pants remember the pants whalers, from the Flyers. Those are the Flyers, flyers yeah. Them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome. You still see those every once in a while. Goalies, um, there's a there's a funny goalie story right now. Goalies are weird. Yeah. It, so he plays, he backs up Flurry in uh, Vegas? Flurry's in Minnesota now. Oh, did, oh, that's right. Yeah, Robin Leonard. Uh he filed for bankruptcy. He's got $50 million in debt. And apparently, they lost a bunch of uh, money on an exotic reptile farm. I guess that's what you do when you're in, you're in Vegas. You buy a collection of rare snakes and keep them on a reptile farm. Well, that is the goalie. Yeah. That's right. Flurry. They did get rid of Flurry. Oh, my God. Robin Leonard and his wife have filed for bankruptcy in Nevada. He used to play for the Senators, Sabres for a while. Seven. Can you imagine? 
Like I, I'm sorry. Okay, you, I, it's already going to be public that you filed for bankruptcy, and then you got to explain that you lost money in a reptile farm. Yeah, <laughs> and your team's going to know about it. <laughs> I'm putting a snake in his locker. <laughs> now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning, Cruz. Hey, man, you must know this. Is that the bagpipes, or is that a synthesizer playing on the long way to the top if you want to rock and roll? Bagpipes. Okay, cool. Bon Scott played the bagpipes. He was born in Scotland. It's uh, one of the only instruments he could play. And as far as I know, it's the only rock song that has the bagpipes on it. Okay. Legit has, that is legit in the studio, bagpipes on this tune. Yeah. Right on. Thanks. Phil? Yeah. How are you doing today? Not bad, you. I'm good. I had a re- rude awakening, but that's my problem, right? What, what happened? Well, I fucking had diarrhea, and I kind of, like, shit my shorts. Did you? Oh, in yeah. your sleep? I washed them in the toilet, and I soaked up the rest of it. And then I used baby wipes to wipe up my legs and shit like that, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, don't put that on there, but I'm not a baby, right? No, but every once in a while, a man I will shit himself. Like huh? Every once in a while, a man will shit himself. Yeah, but when you get diarrhea as often as I do, yeah. then when you get constipated and it's solid like shit, it's fucking bullshit, man. But I'm kind of playing, I'm kind of learning on how to deal with me getting old, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby wipes. Okay. No, I want, you know, why not fucking use baby wipes, man? No, they I'm just saying it's a good tip. You have them yeah. around. You get old. You're going to be, you know, shirting your pants every once in a while. Yeah, you want to okay. have them for yeah, the be, legs. Be prepared yeah. for the runoff. Well, well and my uh, oral specialist told me to use them on my feet. And now I got a fucking... Why is your oral specialist talking... Uh, looking at your too feet. Much, too much. We, we don't... I can't do it today. Phil, okay, bye. Love yeah. your work. Take care, Take care, man. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.